Hello, you're listening to the Bonded Books Podcast, where we discuss books, fight over book boyfriends, and the lack of filter is a family trait. If you're lucky, you might even hear one of our dogs barking in the background. Because hey, if we have to deal with them, then so do you. We hope to dazzle you with our discussion while not being hurtful to the authors we feature. Success not guaranteed. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Can you still hear me even though I pressed record? Yes, I can hear you. Okay. Good God. I think this is going to work. Now, just a little background for people that might be listening. We were having a lot of connection issues with the website we normally record the podcast on. So we're using a brand new website we've never tried before to try to get this recorded. I don't know how I'm going to be able to edit after this. I don't know how I'm going to upload after this, but we're just going to record using this and I will figure it out later. (laughs) On a wing and a prayer. And I am already exhausted after spending over half an hour hanging up and rebooting my computer. I'm over it already. (laughs) Always a consummate professional. I mean, this one's kind of cool because it has video, so I can see you while we're talking, but... Otherwise, I know absolutely nothing about this website. I We normally record every single episode on a different website. So this will be mm-hmm. a learning experience. All right. It's always good, I guess, to have a backup option. Hopefully it works. Uh, my notes are a little weird for this book because I didn't do my normal summary of the entire book. But there was a lot of quotes that I really liked in the book that I wanted to mention. So kind of okay. out. Okay, so today's book is The Alpha's Savior, a paranormal werewolf romance, book one in the Shifters of Grey Ridge series by Reese Barden. Yes, and, and this the- is a new new author for us. Yeah, new author for both of us. The only thing I wanted to mention before we start is I felt like there should be a little bit of a trigger warning or a content warning because there are some domestic violence things that happen in the book or are kind of mentioned in the book. So just keep that in mind if you don't want to hear about that kind of stuff. I'm not going to go into any detail on it, but if you want to yeah, I'm not book, either. if you want to listen, just keep that in mind. Okay, so do you want to start or do you want me to start? Sure, I'll start. Chapter one starts with someone named Haley who is walking down the street in a small town and she sees a gray van that's hurtling towards this kid in the street and out of the corner of her eye she sees a man run into the middle of the road he pushes the boy out of the way saves his life but as he's getting back on his feet the the van hits him and his body goes flying with the impact and the driver of the van gets out. He's groaning, you know, and he's hurt. She starts running in the direction of the guy that was hit by the van. And as she reaches the area, she notices that the guy's been knocked face down into the middle of water. And there's a slow moving current and she's freaking out because he is face down and not moving. So she 
immediately jumps into the ice cold water, swims towards him, grabs a hold of him, and tries to drag him to the riverbank. There are bystanders that are watching that are freaking out, but none of these assholes jump in to help her. And she thinks that they think he's dead. And she did check for a pulse and couldn't find any. He's he's really jacked up. She sees his face and apparently he's really good looking, which would be, of course, you have to have a good looking guy in the book. And she's thinking how awful it would be if he dies after he saved this kid. So she finally gets him out of the water. She's starting CPR. Some guy is screaming, Cooper, this can't be happening. All of a sudden, Cooper comes to and he's coughing and and spitting up water and she is greatly relieved and sits on her ass on the ground i'm not sure what time of year this was but the water was freezing cold so she's starting to get hypothermia sure the guy that got hit by the van like you said named cooper is all fucked up the i think the chapter ends with this quote it's her thinking so much for lying low and avoiding any drama All that work trying to find somewhere to hide and build a new life and something tells me I've just ruined it all. So she's got something shady happening in her past or she ran from something. They both end up going to the hospital in separate ambulances. She wakes up in the hospital and she thinks some more about how she came to a small remote town called Grey Ridge to get away from everyone and to hide. And then the man that was on the riverbank comes to visit her and it turns out his name is Ethan. And then um, we finally get Cooper's point of view in chapter three because he finally wakes up and Mm -hmm. he's in the hospital. Turns out his sister is a doctor. Her name is Leela. The first quote I have from him is when he wakes up, it goes, there is something else that my wolf is pushing me to remember the amazing Mm -hmm. scent I smelled just before the crash. I remember it vividly and it's making my mouth water just thinking about it. Once he comes to a enough he realizes that the mystery woman is his mate oh this is just me now sorry that was the end of the quote so yeah when he comes to he realizes that that smell and the mystery woman that rescued him is his mate as soon as he realizes it's his mate he tries to get out of bed but he's still like really fucked up yeah It's like almost every bone in his body is broken. Yeah, he can barely stand up. He like goes to stand and he like falls over. I liked him right away because he just starts like yelling at people. Where is she? Mm -hmm. He just wants, you know, he's just laser focused on her. We find out he's the alpha of the pack. Yeah. And so Leela, which is his sister, and then Ethan have to basically convince him like what the fuck are you doing you're in like the shifter section of the hospital she's a human you can't go to her because she saw you get run over by a car basically and you almost died so she's going to know something's up if you show up and you're basically healed because of your rapid healing. Well, on top of that, he when Ethan goes to stop him, he smells that smell again and he freaks out because he can smell her scent on him and it's a recent scent. Grabs the front of Ethan's shirt and is screaming, where is she? Ethan just grins at him like a fool because they've apparently been best friends for 20 years. And he's like, chill mm-hmm. out. Chill out, dude. Yeah, so we find out at some point that Ethan is the beta to Cooper's alpha. Mm-hmm. So yeah, they're basically BFF. So okay, so the next, 
<laughs> Some of these chapters are just one point of view. So we have a couple chapters of just Haley, a couple chapters of just Cooper. But then in chapter four, we get a little bit of Haley's point of view, and then it switches to Cooper. The thing that I loved the most about when he gets out of the hospital was this quote. He thinks, Grumpy doesn't even begin to describe my mood when my sister insists I get pushed out of the hospital in a wheelchair. <laughs> it's humiliating. <laughs> it is humiliating. I've been, I've had that happen to me. And I'm like, I can fucking walk. Nope, can't. So he leaves the hospital. He kind of has to think of a, I want to call it like a normal way to meet his mate because she is a human, like I said, so she doesn't know anything about the shifters. So my note here is Cooper's journey of meet my mate like a normal person and not a stage five clinger begins. Yeah, and in the interim, Ethan has seen Haley getting in her car in the parking lot and went over and said to her, you know, here's here's my name and number, anything you need, please Please let us know. We're more than happy to help you with anything. We're so appreciative for of you saving Cooper for us. So, of course, while his sister is shoving Cooper in the car, the wind changes and he smells her again. And he thinks, my mate. And they just push him in the car and slam the door. <laughs> Sorry, dude. <laughs> Oh my god, I could I could visualize this whole thing. They're like trying mm -hmm. to swirl him away. Yes. He slips out again. And Ethan's just oh. laughing because he smells her on Ethan again. And the sister's yelling at Ethan, what is wrong well, with you? Yeah, Do you have Ethan a death wish? Yeah, and Cooper yells at him, stop <laughs> fucking touching my mate. <laughs> I loved Cooper. <laughs> yeah, he was pretty funny. I I liked Ethan, too. I liked a lot of the characters in here. So this was kind of a good idea, I thought, or a way for them to build a relationship. Cooper ends up going to Haley's place eventually because he can do construction and Haley has this new place that she just bought that she's trying to fix up all on her own. So Cooper basically tells her that he will, he wants to do free construction for her because he's like, there's no way I will let my mate pay for anything. But she doesn't know any of that. So he's like trying to do a low cost bid for construction. And then in the back of the mind, he's like, I'm never going to let her actually pay for any of this. So he offers as a thank you for saving my life. Let me do some construction for you on this place you're trying to fix up because she she wants to turn it into a bed and breakfast, which he also and hates that idea because he's like, there's no way I'm going to let my mate be in a <laughs> place with strangers. <laughs> yeah. And he doesn't his family own a construction company. They run a construction company. Mm -hmm. He's like, look, this is the perfect way to thank you. And she's like, no, I'm not going to I'm not going to um, let you do this work for free. Yes, pretty much. And so, well, and everybody knows that not everybody i should say ethan leela and then cooper's dad know that this is his mate now he starts doing this construction for her painting kitchen remodel like he's doing a lot of work for her but he wants to spend a lot of time with her so this quote was funny because he says or he thinks Hiding in my mate's back garden isn't the ideal way to ensure a good night's sleep, but it did the trick and her scent comforted my wolf. That is, yeah, that's what I was going to say. He sleeps oh, on the funny. hill. Yeah, he sleeps on the hill uh, watching her because he's his wolf is frantic that he can't just go to 
her, she comes out the back door and actually sees him. And he thinks she's absolutely stunning. And then he takes a step towards her. And all that she can see is this massive, gigantic wolf. And she immediately thinks it's beautiful and magnificent. And she starts to step back towards the door because she's afraid. And the wolf runs off into the trees. Were you going to talk about this is where they introduce uh, someone named James? No, I was going to talk about a different side character, but you can talk about him if you want. Well, he's important. She usually goes for a run and she decided not to because of the wolf. She decided she'll go later. And then she talks about the purchase of this place that she got and she tried to keep it secret from someone named James, who we find out is her ex-boyfriend. And he's a lawyer and absolutely the last person she wants to know about her purchasing this house. And we find out that James at one point announced their engagement without even asking Haley if she will marry him. And she like got really panicked and decided she can't be with him because he is for controlling. Yeah. So all the domestic violence stuff that happens in the book is between her and her ex, not with her and the new guy, Cooper. So yeah, um, yeah, that goes to play into things that'll happen later in the book as well. Okay. So the person I was going to talk about is named Marcus. Oh, yeah. And he is described as being a mountain of a man standing at six foot five inches tall, but built like a wall of solid muscle. Then he's got something happening with Leela, which is Cooper's sister. I think it's Haley that Yes, it's definitely Haley because Cooper has no idea. She says, Marcus, what was that? You and Leela, eh? Then it says, the man looks completely lost as he rubs a hand along the back of his neck and gives me a one-shouldered shrug. Turns out Marcus is the town sheriff and it says he clearly has some history with Cooper's little sister. So it's like, oh my God, so excited for him. Yeah, because we all (laughs) want to know more about Marcus. So he kind of starts spending time, Cooper starts spending time with Haley. He gave her a card at some point and then she liked smelling it. So she's getting some like mate pull things happening on her end. But of course, she has no idea what that means because she knows nothing about shifters. He says, was it possible the card smelled like him? Yes, I sniffed it. Even I am embarrassed at my behavior on that one. I was acting like a crazy woman, getting obsessed with a man I didn't even know. But then there he was, looking even better in person, and I knew instantly I had been dead right all along. He was a man worth being obsessed with. There's something weird about her that we don't ever find, I don't think we ever find out about in the book, unless I missed it, that I kind of questioned if she's smelling the card and feeling this pull, is she got a little wolf in her? Or shifter or something? I don't know. No, she doesn't. But I think this is like uncharted territory. It's the first time I think an alpha has had a human mate. And so nobody really knows what's going on. And she definitely is feeling these things towards him that are really strong and overwhelming. Okay, I had to read this quote because this is me and I'm all about this for men she looks at him at one point and it says a soft white shirt rolled up to reveal strong tanned forearms my heart (laughs) leapt he was all firm muscles and confidence as he walked over to me with a warm smile that would make any sane woman melt 
and I knew he was the finest specimen of a man I was ever likely to see. Dark brown hair curled a little around his ears, chocolate brown eyes with flecks of gold that seemed to be lit from inside, strong cheekbones and full lips that I just want to bite. I'm a sucker for forearm porn in books, so of course I had to highlight that. Yeah, I love arms and hands. So I liked in this book because Haley has some sort of interesting backstory that Cooper knows nothing about. and She's on the run. But because Marcus is the town sheriff, he does know about it. So Marcus mm-hmm. is spending a lot of time with Haley, which is driving Cooper insane. And I loved all mm-hmm. of it. We find out what Marcus is because it says from C- Cooper thinking this, Marcus, that damn bear is still bringing her <laughs> coffee. Mm-hmm. So as soon as I saw that he was a bear, I was like, oh, my God, I love him even more. I know. <laughs> yes, I agree. So they're spending time together because he's doing that construction at her new place. So he ends up coming over early every morning so that they can hang out and drink coffee on the porch before the construction begins. That's yeah, that was adorable. It is adorable. She's already resting her head on his shoulder. It does not take long for them to start getting physically involved. And, okay, so, of course, one morning, I love the banter between all the guys in this book. So, when the guys show up one morning, this is what happens. It says, Morning, gorgeous, Ethan says with a big smile. He's grinning knowingly at me as he comes up the steps and gives me a quick peck on the cheek as he passes. <laughs> then it says, You don't have to let him do that, you know, says Nathan, laughing. He's not European or something. He's just a pervert. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. That was hilarious. (laughs) He says, I just like to piss um, Cooper off. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) He's just with Cooper. It's so funny. Yeah, that's what men are like. And uh, yeah, so Nathan is one of Cooper's brothers. So Cooper has two brothers, Nathan, this guy named Rex, and then his sister, Leela. And so I think it's just the four of them. He describes Nathan as a total ladies man. Oh, he has another brother, too. himbo. Yeah, and yeah, Rex. Oh, yeah, I said Rex. Oh, you did? I guess I wasn't listening to you. (laughs) (laughs) Shocker. I was was looking at my notes. Go ahead. Oh, yeah, Ethan's his best friend, but he's almost like a brother to him. Cooper is an alpha, like we said, but he doesn't run the pack because he doesn't have his mate, which they call the Luna. He doesn't have his Luna. Um, Mm -hmm. I loved that. I thought that was fucking adorable. Yes. So Cooper's dad is the alpha of their pack, and his mom is the Luna of the pack. Adorable. And his mother is a very pushy, in my opinion. It's like he didn't even tell his mom about finding his mate because he they knew the mother would instantly go over and, you know, smother her. So Cooper's not young. He's in his 30s. And I guess when he finds his mate, you can either have a faded mate or a chosen mate. But either way, when he gets his mate, he can take over as the alpha of the pack and then his parents can retire. So I can't really blame them for being like find your mate let's get the party going dad and i want to retire and enjoy our life (laughs) sure okay so my next quote isn't until chapter 23 okay when they they finally have sex 
Yes. Mm -hmm. He says, I've never done that before. She thinks like, well, that can't be right because the sex was really good and he's gorgeous. So she says, go bear. Yeah, me either. That was pretty spectacular. And he says, no, any of it, Haley, you're my first. I've done some fooling around, but never all the way. So this is a male virgin book. That was a shock and kind of a nice surprise. I didn't like it. Oh, you didn't like that he was a virgin? No, I never like when someone's a virgin. I'm like, he's that old and he's never been with anybody and he's an alpha and he's super good looking. And I didn't like the whole conversation about going, quote unquote, a bear. I don't have any diseases. I don't know. And I didn't like the fact that he keeps calling her princess. Oh, yeah, that's his nickname for her princess. And he calls her that incessantly. I know that in my life. No, I don't think so either. Yeah, I mean, she's like not to be coddled or spoiled. She saved his life. So some other nickname would have fit better. But yeah, he calls her princess for whatever reason. The other thing that I was going to mention to you before in other books is the male always telling the woman to wait wait, don't, I don't want you to come. You can't come until I tell you to come. And it's like, dude, don't mess with my fucking orgasm. I mean, I think that only works for guys that don't know how to give a woman multiples. Maybe so. <laughs> I, don't I, I, don't, I, don't I don't get it. I don't get it. But some guy telling me, don't, I don't want you to come is instantly going to knock me out of the, uh, for me, it's 90% my brain that's doing that orgasm so it's like you you tell me you're controlling my orgasm i'm not gonna like that Mm -hmm. nobody's ever controlling the guy's orgasm i do like on the flip side though once not necessarily saying this couple but in books when they're bonded and then he has so much control over her he can basically just say like come now and she does i'm like well that would be really nice because then you would know it's always guaranteed (laughs) yeah I could not agree with you more. So like I said, my notes are like really sporadic and random in this book because I have a little bit more of a jump here. But basically, they're having a great relationship, but in private because he doesn't want to, not that he doesn't want to, but he's not spending any time with her in public. So he starts getting kind of cagey and weird when yeah, I didn't she like starts it. Kind of confronting him about it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I didn't like it at all. She says to him, kiss me. I think they're in public somewhere. And he pauses, looks slightly panicked, and he glances around to see who's there. And so then she walks away from him and she's like, don't worry, Cooper, you can bring a date or somebody else to this party that's supposed to be happening for his sister. Mm -hmm. She says, you don't have to worry about being seen with me ever again. And yeah, he wants to spend time with her. Somebody ends up telling her like, he's crazy about you, Haley. You know that, right? And she, I liked this because she's like, well, just not enough to tell anyone we're together. Like, this is bullshit. Like, I'm not his dirty little secret. Yeah, that's exactly what I thought when I was reading. I was like, I would, I would have kicked him to the curb the first time he did this. He doesn't want people to know because it's going to make her vulnerable to other packs. Oh, yeah. And Apparently, also, there's some kind of mind link that he's able to have with people in his pack. And Rex is trying to tell him something's wrong with Haley. She's upset. And he do- he doesn't understand. He's a f- He can't mark her yet to make her his mate. And by doing so, he is afraid another alpha will make a move on her and claim her. 
and she sees it as rejection. She still doesn't know anything about the shifter world or mm-hmm. any of this stuff. But then on the flip side, she hasn't told him anything about her crazy ex. And so she ends up getting attacked, kidnapped by that psychotic ex named James. Well, he tries to kidnap her and she gets out of the window upstairs. Yeah, he's like got henchmen with him. Yeah, it's terrifying. He has to like jump out the window and hide. So this is how she learns about the shifters, right? Because they rescue her in their wolf form, right? Yes. Marcus. No, that's correct. Marcus lets him know cooper know something's wrong he's told Haley, you need to tell cooper he's told cooper you need to cut her some slack she's got some crap going on in the background and of course when the stuff goes down marcus is at another scene of an accident he can't get to her so he tells cooper you need to get to her right away something's going on and it's not good and this part was all yeah so they all shift into their wolf forms and start heading to find her yeah so they rescue her from this whole situation but he still doesn't want to complete the mating with her because now he's using the excuse that she's been through a lot with her ex and he wants to give her time to process what happened so now she knows that they're shifters right but he's still not claiming yeah. her so she gets pissed again that she's still his sturdy little secret. And so she yeah. needs to go visit her parents at one point. Mm-hmm. But of course, Cooper doesn't want her to go alone. So Ethan goes again. Ethan um, shows up like on the door. Straight out with him. She. I loved it. I um, loved Ethan. I liked- he slept on, on the yeah. porch. So, I, I mean, I like that she is telling him, like, she literally tells him, you can't have your cake and eat it. Cooper, I'm nobody's right. little secret, and you, Alpha, won't be getting any more cake until we're officially together. So she learns about the shifter thing and has absolutely no problems with it or really any follow-up questions, which is okay. Like, I am read so many shifter books that I don't need to read another female main character going through the acceptance yes. process. Mm-hmm. <laughs> This is kind of like a third act breakup in the book because now she says that they're just going to be friends since he won't claim her. And until he decides that he wants to bring their relationship out in public, she wants kind of nothing to do with him other than being friends. Yeah, but when she's home, she has a long conversation with her sister, who I'm sure is the next person in the book, the next book. And she explains to his sis- the sister, I'm crazy about him, but he won't take me out in public, blah, blah, blah. The sister's advice to her is freaking seduce him, make him super jealous, you know, do what you need to do to make him claim you. And so when she goes back, that's what she decides to do. And to me, this part just got a little stupid. Yeah, the sister's advice is basically show him what he's missing. Mm-hmm. And so she has uh, two sisters. She has a twin sister named Zoe, a younger sister, Leah, which I didn't like that her sister's name was Leah because Cooper's sister's is Layla. And it was way oh, too yeah. similar for me. And I was getting confused. But that happens to me with names. So her sisters are Leah and Zoe. And she she has a brother named. Oh, yeah, what the hell? He's going to so be she another has a brother book that is actually in the military. 
so we don't see him in this book. Oh, I totally blanked on his name. Um, but he probably maybe will have a book or a spinoff somehow because he comes up even though he's not around and he's in the military. And I love the fact that Zoe is a twin. I've never, I don't think I've ever read a book where there's an oh, yeah, identical. That she's got the yeah. twin sister. Yeah, I like that too. So there's good setup in this book for future books in the series because Marcus has something going on with Leela. We know from some little hints earlier. Um, there's some setup for Rex's book because mm-hmm. Haley basically decides that because she got attacked in the house that she was going to use for the bed and breakfast, she can't live there anymore. So she tells Rex that he could use the bed and breakfast and he can start basically a service of a boot camp where they can do packages with accommodation and food. She'll let him use the bed and breakfast and they can also do some pamper nights And she says, all you need are a couple of people to come in and help with the classes or a bit of the cooking. And she says, my sister Leah is just finishing college and is a qualified yoga teacher. So I'm like, okay, so that's got to be his book. So I have to confess that I just started skimming the book at this point. I'm like, I can't, I can't read any more of this. So I skimmed all the way to chapter 46. In chapter 49, did you see that there was a palm kiss? Uh, No, I must have skipped it because I did 46, a little (laughs) bit of 47. Then I skipped all the way to 59. All right. So then um, we get to see a lot of this guy named Alpha Stone. Oh, yeah. is the alpha over all of the 10 different packs in the area. And so he's like the head alpha. So then I don't know if you saw any of this. There's some not so subtle hints that his mate is Haley's twin sister, Zoe. (gasps) No, I didn't know that. Okay, so when he meets Haley, he's instantly drawn to her. This is a quote from the book. There is something about you, Haley. I'll admit it. At first, I thought maybe you were her, that you were mine, but you're not, I'm sad to say. But there's something there, not like a mate, but some connection. Maybe I'm losing my mind. So I did read that. I read that part of the book, but I stopped taking notes, I guess, is what I did. But I then I skipped chapters. I did really like his interaction with Haley. Mm, yeah, okay. So he has some, like, instant connection with Haley, which he can't describe. It's, like, brotherly. Mm-hmm. And he, uh, later in the book, he even says, I don't know what it is. Maybe we're related distantly somehow, but there's something about you. So he's definitely mates with Zoe. Well, that's why I and, thought maybe she had some wolf in her, because he did say, maybe we're related. And I thought, is that yeah. why? Yeah, they complete the mating. He claims her. So she tries to do the mind link. And so I think she sends him some dirty pictures i saw that (laughs) oh my god yeah i can sorry isn't it adorable (laughs) go ahead yes but you're easily distracted when we have video (laughs) yeah i we never have video gotta take advantage after she tries the mind link thing she says did it work he tells her it did but maybe a little too well because ethan thinks ew because she mind-linked whatever she did to Cooper to everybody. Yeah, that was and embarrassing. And tells her, hey, lean until you learn to control that. <laughs> yeah. Here's another quote from Alpha Stone. 
I knew from the second I spoke to her, being Haley, she was some other Alpha's mate, and it only took seeing the way she looked at you once to know who that was. You're a lucky man. So he's talking to Cooper here, and he continues on and says, there is something there. Maybe we are distantly related or something. I can't explain it, but part of me feels she is something to me, that she belongs to me too in some way. Yeah, I like that. I didn't really mention it, but there's more conflict in this book in the way that Haley is helping Cooper's dad with the business deal. She uncovers a shady aspect to the deal, tells Cooper's dad don't do it. So the deal falls apart. And it turns out that deal was being spearheaded by a different alpha from another pack and his son named Toby. So Toby is a bad guy now that's going to be coming out in other books because he's all pissed off that Haley stopped this business deal and um what the heck yeah we got disconnected okay hold on hold on invite somebody copy the link okay sorry guys told you we were doing a brand new podcast recording uh website right now so let's see if I can re-invite her to the call without losing what we've already done Hopefully she can rejoin us because all we have to do is give our ratings and she's going to try to reconnect. So maybe I will just hold on. And if I can't figure out how to edit because we're using a new website, you guys are going to hear all of this. Lucky you guys. All the behind the scenes. Hey, are you there? (laughs) What are you doing? Rachel! Rachel! Hi. <laughs> Have you lost your fucking mind? What are you doing? I was singing a song for the listeners. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. I was doing a song. Yes, I heard. I, I was like, oh my. Yeah, well, I don't know if I'm going to be able to edit this episode because we're using a new website. So I was filling the oh. void. <laughs> oh, thank you. Yeah. Always thinking of our listeners. Jeopardy's yeah, it's, theme song I, to the rescue. Yeah, I don't know what happened. My internet went down, and now I'm back. Okay, so I literally, did you hear me say how Zoe has a different eye color from Haley, even though they're twins? No. Okay, so there's talk about in the episode, Zoe's there, and Zoe has silver eyes, and Haley thinks about how those eyes get her noticed everywhere she goes, that the different eye color is extremely rare, but it can happen, and it's the only way people have been able to tell us apart for most of our lives. That's basically how the book ends, as far as I remember. Zoe okay. and Alpha Stone do have a book. It's a spinoff series. It's The book is called The Chase, and it came out in March of this year. So is that the next book, or it's an entirely different series? It's a whole spinoff series. So the next book is book two in this series is Marcus and Leela. Book three is Rex and Leia. Book four is Nathan. Book five is Ethan. And there's a novella in this series for some characters named Sam and Sean, which we didn't talk about at all in this episode. I don't understand why she did not just make Zoe's book one in the series. Why do they have to have a spinoff? I think because he is not from this pack. So this 
book is part of the Grave Ridge pack series and Alpha Stone is from a different pack. And so he has his book and then there's a book two coming out in that series for a different person in that in that pack, I guess. So it's just a whole new series. Okay, so do you want to rate it? Well, yeah, you go first since you didn't really like it. You skimmed the end. I didn't like it. There were things I liked in the book, don't get me wrong, but there were other things I didn't like. Like their sex together just went on for page after page after page after page i'm like come on i kind of was over it i wanted the story more i didn't like the fact that he was a virgin and i didn't like the fact that he was denying her to people i didn't think that was necessary and i thought that was hurtful on his part after everything she had been through i probably won't read any more books in this series i guess and i maybe give this book two and a half wet panties so you and i had like completely different feelings about this book which is so funny (laughs) Mm -hmm. that's Um, fine yeah go ahead i loved this book um i loved him he does do a lot of the back and forth the denying of the relationship which got to be annoying but it kind of fit i guess i really liked it i liked the side characters he has some really hot dirty talk so that was good even though he's a virgin (laughs) He was like, obviously, really mm-hmm. good at it from the start. I did end up reading the next two books and the novella already after I read this one. <laughs> wow. So oh, I my God. I, okay. Book. I read Rex and Leia's book and Sam and Sean's. It was, those were What'd really you good. And I will say... I really liked all of them, and I would read the next. The only other book that I think is out, I think Nathan's book is out, but Ethan's isn't out yet, and Alpha Stone's book is out. So this book series is not on KU, which is a bummer because I do not like paying for books. So I've actually been paying for the books. Oh my god. Of course, I bought book one to do for the podcast, and then I bought book two. And then I saw on the author's Instagram page that she was running a special for the first three books. So I, then I ended up buying the box set so I could read book three. <laughs> and so I haven't read book four. Oh, the novella is free also. So that was kind of cool. I haven't read book four only because I have to pay for it. And Amazon does credits on your account for digital items. Right. If you Mm-hmm. slower ship so i'm just waiting to get a few more credits on my account so i can buy book four <laughs> okay so of all the books that you've read in the series which one was your favorite or do you have a favorite was any of them better than the first book in your favorite. opinion they're just different i did really like marcus we get to see marcus and his family and we get to learn okay more about so that was cool and then we get to see rex who Rex was rejected from his mate. So he's got all sorts of issues because of that. And Marcus Mm -hmm. has a brother who's like a completely feral bear. And so, of course, I'm like in love with him. Please tell me he's getting a book because he's a mess. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Like, okay, we know the type they're drawn to. It's all right. So his brother, he spends so much time in his bear form that when he does shift into a man, he's like a fucking like gigantic lumberjack and his voice is scratchy from lack of use because he's always a bear and not a human. Love it. (laughs) Mm. Anything else you've been reading? I have done a lot of reading, actually. 
like I said, I read God. this book, the next two of the novella. I also read Roar of the Storm King by Alessa Thorne. That's the last book in the series that you're still working on. That was really good. Yeah, I need to get back to that. Books are so good. I'm excited because that's the last book. I wouldn't really say in this series, but her this series was like the first couple books were this set of characters. The next book in this, the next set in the series were these other set of characters, which were sisters. Then it was this set of characters. Now the next set of characters is finally getting their books started in this series. So I'm really excited for their books. Wow, I can't believe how much you've been reading. I I think I told you I finished The Seductress Song, which was book two in The Faye Gamble. And then I, I'm reading right now, I'm reading book three, which is The Werewolf's Fate, which is so fucking hot. I can't even tell you. If you thought Emmett's character was hot, wait till you meet other characters in that book, because I think you said you're gonna read it. And then I started next book. I started that. But what I started doing, I'm like, you know, I'm gonna go back to Hoopla and see what's going on in Hoopla. I ended up finding the audiobooks for the Sarah Moss a court of rose and thorns and so now i'm on a i'm listening to a court of mist and fury with Rayston. Oh, okay. yeah so i'm probably gonna listen to that series uh because i've been so i've been sewing a, a lot because i scheduled my hand surgery i'm having my hand surgery in freaking november hopefully i won't freak out before then and cancel it and i'm not gonna be able to do anything and i'm trying to sew as many of these dolls and teddy bears for Christmas for these kids in this charity group I'm in. So I'm kind of focused on that. And I want to, in fact, today I was going to, I was thinking I'm going to go to the seashells store that I found, but then I remembered we have to record this and good luck to you doing the edit <laughs> on this. All right. Thank so you. our next book is House of Vampires by Samantha Snow. So. And this is the one, isn't this the one that I found advertised and had like 6,000 reviews or something? This one has a lot of books in the series, I want to say. Let me look it up. That is the one that I found, yeah. And it's got like 23 books in the series. I'm like, great, if this got so many reviews on Goodreads and there's so many books. I'm trying to find another series that is going to suck me in. So this book series currently has 48 books in the series. And so this is... Oh my God! In this series. Yeah, there's 48 books. Book number one has 4,305 reviews. And it was only 185 pages, which is another reason why we picked it. Because it's yeah, short. and I'm trying to even though it's short, I'm when I'm really interested in a book, I keep going back to it. So I keep going back to Emmett's book because Emmett, it's so fucking hot. Okay, yeah. So we'll see. Hopefully, you like that because you like vampires, and yeah, you were looking for a another series to lose yourself in, and that series is on Ku, which thank God if there's 48 yeah. books in this series, you could go bankrupt <laughs> if it wasn't. <laughs> yes. Absolutely. <laughs> All right. So um, hopefully I can download this episode from this website, upload it to the website we normally use, and figure out how to do the editing. If not, apologies in 
sort of advance. Apologies at the end of the episode. <laughs> uh, yeah. All right. All right. I'm I'll off to, to do other creative things. All right. All thank right. you, honey. All, All right, right. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Bonded Books podcast. You can rate and review us on Spotify and Apple Podcast. Our email is bondedbookspodcast at gmail.com. And check the show notes for a link to all of our social media.